live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Working Man Wednesday. Good morning, everybody. Wednesday, December 7. A day that will live in infamy. 81 years ago today. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Here we go. Toby and T.J. with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. Seventh ranked day on the weekly calendar. And we got stuff to do today. Three hours we get to hang out with you folks. OU wins last night in the LNC. Big second second half to pull away to a 75-53 victory over the Ruse of Kansas City. Thunder back in action tonight. They are in Memphis. OSU wins last night in Gallagher, Iba. 65-51 over Sam Houston. Baker Mayfield's got a new address. He's hanging out in Los Angeles. Texas Rangers keep signing pitchers. We got a lot of stuff to get into on this Wednesday morning in the great state of Oklahoma. And we welcome in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass, a man who was looking dapper. Out in public last night with that beard and that Yellowstone hat. I bet he was wearing the boots, too. Good morning, TJ. I actually had joggers and tennis shoes on and not have any boots on. Oh, I had boots on yesterday during the day. but The joggers and tennis shoes with the Yellowstone hat surprises me a little bit. But I, I can pull it did. off. I, I bet pull you it pulled off. it off. I, I bet can. you did. I can. I bet you did. How are you doing, Teach? I'm good. How Be honest with this. Be honest with the people out there. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right, I'm doing right. good. Very good. Doing okay. good. All right. All right. Very good. What's going on, man? Did you have a good time last night? I had a fine time last night. What, had a fine what got time. you guys out to the ball game last night? You didn't tell us. Oh, we go. Well, we go to basketball games all the time. You act like this is surprising when I go to basketball games, but we're there all the time. So we just decided all to the go, time is go to the basketball game. I'd say three a year. Yeah, probably four, but yeah, you're right. You're right yeah. in the ballpark. Right. So what took you out last night? <clears throat> um, boss lady said, hey, I got two extra tickets. You want to go to the game tonight? Oh I said, yeah, gosh. we'll go. You are such a cheapskate. Jiminy <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> you can't give the school a little money. I gave them are money. You, are you I gave them money. NIL? You, know, you know the fortune, uh, the loan I had to take out to buy my kid a bag of Mike and Ike's? Jeez. Hey, Joe, you need to check your concession prices on the candy, all right? How much is a candy? Uh, Five bucks plus tax, something like that. Uh, I think that's fair. You get <laughs> Mike and Ike. You get both of them? Yes. <laughs> I told him, I said, hey, it's $2 Tuesday. We got $2 popcorns here, $2 sodas. Yeah. Let's get a popcorn and soda. That's what I'm That's getting. Right. He said. That's right. He said, no, I want Mike and Ike's. 
I mean, that kid's got to be put in his place. He handed point. me a five dollar bill out of his own pocket. I said, "They don't oh. take cash here." He thought he was slick because he uh, we were sitting in the stands, <laughs> and he pulls out this cash from his pocket and he sniffs it. And he goes, "Smells like Mike and Ike's." And I said, uh, "Unfortunately, they don't take cash here." And he goes, "Ah, can I give you the cash?" So weird, man. <laughs> so weird to live in a world where you're like, yeah, we don't take American currency. <laughs> right. Can't be trusted. He thought he was slick bringing his wallet and having cash with him. And I'm like, dude, they don't they don't accept it here. <laughs> but man. he got his Mike and Ike. So. I do like a Mike and Ike. He loves them. He I loves them. Like That's his go-to at a I like, basketball game. I like, I like a regular Mike's and Ike's. They're uh, fruity. Uh, but, man... And these are hard to find. Harder to find. The sour Mike and Ikes are fantastic. You can't find them a lot of places, right? But if you do, grab them because they are gold. They, I mean, they sell the heck out of them at basketball games. So they must be more popular than I thought. Like I like a Mike and Ike, but it's not something I would ever. I would never. Bronx grabs them all the time, so maybe that's why I would never grab one because I'll usually steal, you know, a few of his. But he gets them all the time, road trips or basketball games, football. He goes, he loves that uh, they have them at the men's, at the uh, LNC and the uh, football stadium. So that's yeah. his go-to. Mm-hmm. We had a fine time, though. Fine time. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, it's a lovely picture of the two of you. Good-looking Bronx Perry up there with his dad. He bought me that hat, by the LNC way. LNC in the background. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? Just Birthday as a, gift? No, just as a... Where's this kid getting all his money at? Kid's got he saves his money like he's like me. He doesn't spend it like that. Saves that, it from what? That uh, allowance. Like he'll just oh. he'll just get his allowance and then he'll just sit on it or What's birthday our money or. At? Uh, usually, technically, there's not really a real amount. Like he doesn't even get it every week, but five bucks. Like he'll get five bucks here and there. Just whenever you feel like it, here's a five. Yeah, he'll usually be like uh, after a couple of weeks, he'll be like, "Hey, can I get some allowance?" Like you just clean your room, to do this, to do that. Yep. All right, here's five bucks. So and he's satisfied. So just kind of a random five. Every yeah, once yeah. In a it's while. never a usual you know, weekly thing. Sometimes he'll, hmm. sometimes if he's wanting something, he'll say, "You know, I didn't get allowance last week either. Can I get a ten? So that's kind of one I of those would, things. I would unionize if I'm him. I feel like you're <laughs> like I'd want something a little more dependable. He he doesn't need anything. It's, it sounds like you're paying a little bit like Learfield does, just whenever you feel like it. He's like me. He just likes having the cash in his pocket. He doesn't ever spend it on anything unless it's a uh-huh. Mike and Ike. Uh, other than that, it just he just sits on it. I don't know what he does with it. Yeah, that never buys familiar. anything. That sounds familiar. Well, you just said he buys mics and Ikes and hats. Well, the hat he didn't pay for. Um, what? He bought it and it was paid for, but he didn't pay for it out of his pocket. I should thank Lumber Lady for the hat. That's who I should thank. Yeah. So he made Lumber Lady take him shopping the other day and like buy me and Katie a gift. I don't know. And that was what he picked out for me. What a scammer. That's what I told him. <laughs> I told Hey, will you take me shopping and you pay for whatever I want? <laughs> That's a good deal. <laughs> uh, hey, Dad, I want Mike's and Ike's. I'll pay for it with my five. Oh, they don't take five yeah. cash. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad, Dad. You're going to have to get it for me. I kept this $5 cash just to mess with him, and then I told Chaos, and I was like, ah, oh, I forgot to get Bronx's five bucks back. He tried giving me five bucks for the mic, and I she said, give him his money back. I said, I will. I just forgot, so it's actually no, still in my pocket. I don't give him his money back. 
He had $2 options, popcorn <laughs> and Coke, and he chose the more expensive route. And that's fine, but you got to pay for he it. He could have had two popcorns. Thank you. Had a dollar left over. Yeah. You got to learn some financial lessons once in a while. Keep that thing in your pocket. And don't give it to Katie. I know you're not used to having money. Don't give it to Katie. Don't give it back to Bronx. You keep it. All right. All right. Something well, may it. come it's along still in and my you're pocket. like, look at me. I got a five in my That's pocket. right. That's right. You were looking sharp last night. Did you think so? Yeah. No, thank you very much. Um, They won. Second half was great. What a weird game, man. That was a weird game. That first Why half. Why do you say that? I would just the tell of two halves. I mean, yeah. that first half, that especially the first five six minutes of the game, where they could not buy a bucket. I mean, layups they were missing. They were missing little bunny hops. They just they could not buy a basket early in that game. Yeah, they didn't play very well in the first half. No, they didn't. They, I think they probably got a paint pillar in the uh, at halftime. They look like a different team in the second half. So. That's good. We talked about it yesterday. That's a game you can't lose. Not going to do you any good to beat the Kangaroos, but it's going to kill you if you lose it. And uh, you know, they're resting around there for a while, and you thought, oh, boy, this might this might not go their way tonight. But Grant Sherfield uh, came out of the locker room with a Superman cape on and went nuts in the second half and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. scored 24 I've told you points. all along, that kid's good, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's good. I like that 20... Gary Sheffield kid. 24 points, 22 of them in the second half. He went five for six from three. So in the last two games, he is now 11 of 14 from three-point range. Uh, He was number eight in the nation, three-point shooting going into the game last night. So I would imagine that's gone up a bit. But he was great. And they got the win. And now we head to Tulsa for the big showdown with the Razorbacks coming up on on uh, Saturday. Le- very much looking forward to that. In fact, we'll be over there. I'll be over there Thursday night, Teach. I got to get my beauty sleep. And then up and at them early Friday morning. Now, I got some questions for you. So I'm setting up this remote. I'm bringing my equipment over. Yes. No engineer, nothing. I'm just setting it all up. Right. Does, do people know I'm arriving? Am I going to be uh, – is, 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 is uh, the restaurant aware that I'm going to be there at 545 That's a good-looking question because we got tweeted uh-huh. that question yesterday by uh, someone on Twitter, and I do need to verify that for you today that, yes, they'll be there you know, at 5-something so that you're able to get in. And, and uh, I believe I – mean, I, I, we can look this up, uh, and I can get it on the other side, but let me see what their hours are because last year that was the – or when was that? That wasn't last year. the neighborhood year. jam here – was not open when we started is broadcasting. That, is that what it was? They had to let people in early, and they made them like some snacks and stuff until they started serving, which for a breakfast place surprises me. Yeah, I would think six a.m. is pretty common for a breakfast place, mm. but I know I think Neighborhood Jam here huh. opened at seven. I'm going to have to have them make some calls for you today because their uh, hours are listed at six thirty as well. So yeah, let me ask you this: This yeah. will a- answer everything I need to know. Who is in charge of this remote? Who set this up? I think which of our salespeople set up the neighborhood jam remote in Tulsa? I want to say it may have been a combo of Brian and Trevor, but I'm leaning Brian. 
Okay, then I feel fine. If if okay. Brian is the point person here, I feel fine. If Trevor is set in charge of this, <laughs> it could be Trevor on this one. I can't. I don't know for sure, but it's one of those two, I believe. Trevor might have not even told Neighborhood Jam I'm coming. He might have just said, "Eh, I know we got one over here. It'll probably be fine. Just show up. Bring I, your own." Equipment. I set show up a up. remote the other day that was Trevor's, and they're like, "Who are you?" And I said, "I'm with the uh, ref with the radio station. I'm here to set up uh, for Teddy Layman's remote." And they're like. Yeah. What? That's what I'm selling you. Let so me make a phone call. Let's get this thing nailed down before I show up with. Hey all guys, my if gear. you're listening, uh, we need to get this nailed down. Uh, get neighborhood jam to open Nobody's at six listening. o'clock you tomorrow. Think Trevor Lafoon's listening. Uh, right Trevor's now? definitely not. He doesn't get. He doesn't listen to the show at all because he's not up before the show ends. So mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna be there on uh, Friday, folks. Well, you don't worry about it. You, if you're listening, you don't worry. You leave this to us, okay? We'll worry about the details, but. Uh, six to nine a.m. over in Tulsa. Then, uh, then I'm gonna go. Uh, I get. I think I'm gonna go watch practice. Are you staying and, there Friday? Uh, or are you driving back yeah. and forth? No, no, no. I didn't I'm know what your plans were. There. Yeah, I'm gonna stay over there. Hook up with the team at some point and do a little hotel hopping. I'll go from one to the other. It'll be like a OU Texas football game. TJ, <laughs> it's kind of this. It's kind of the same thing. And then we got a game on Saturday. It's gonna be fun. Sooners and Razorbacks. Um, all right, we're underway. Let's take a timeout. You want to call the show? As always, we welcome your calls. 405-329-9000. Or text message, and that's really our preferred method of contact here on the uh, uh, interaction here on the ref. Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Toby and TJ with you on a Wednesday. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. He's Toby. I'm TJ. Together is the T-Row in the Morning Show. He'll be at Neighborhood Jam on Friday in Tulsa along with the rest of the crew. Not, not Neighborhood Jam, the rest of the crew, but broadcasting from Tulsa all day. Plank at Tally's, 9 to noon. Parker will be at Waldo's Chicken and Beer from noon to 3. And Tyler McComas at Buffalo Wild Wings on East 40, uh, 41st Street from 3 to 6. Then Tyler's back for postgame coverage after Oklahoma, Arkansas on Saturday at Lefties on Greenwood from about 2.30 to 4.30 uh, for postgame coverage there. Um, this hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Serving clients in Oklahoma nationwide. No fees until they win for you. Oklahoma's personal injury attorneys. Over $250 million won for their clients. 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Good morning. What do you guys think about Braylon Presley? And I, I hope we pick this kid up out of the portal. I mean, you, you got Braylon Presley thoughts? I've got thoughts of whoever this staff feels fit to pull out of the portal that they think is going to help this team improve off of a 6-6 six and six season, I'm all for. Whether that's Braylon Presley or whoever it is, yes, I'm all for it. So, so Braylon Presley was all everything in high school. Correct. His brother is a fine, has been a fine player at Oklahoma State. 
he had five catches for 26 yards. I was going to say this year the stats there's not much there. So he's five foot eight, mm-hmm. five seven, five eight. Little dude, little dude. And everybody's gaga over him. So I think it's because of what he did in high school, and they really, really want him to come to OU. I, I didn't see him in high school. So I'm sure if I had, I know Teddy's like gaga over the kid. Teddy, Teddy loved him last year. I remember yeah. he went on and on and on for weeks about him. He's got like a 4-3-40. Uh, 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 blazing speed. Um, he wants to be a running back. So I don't know. Maybe he's the next Deuce Vaughn. And if that's the case, let's get him. But what I have to go on at the college level is a freshman year with five catches, 26 yards. So, And OSU needed needed running game help. Like They, they did not run the ball very well this year. And he, they played him at wide receiver. I'm just saying he would prefer to, sounds like from what everybody's saying, he'd prefer to be a running back. So I'm having a hard time being as fired up as the rest of the world. I know you people up in Bixby, up at the 918 who watched him a lot in high school, probably feel differently or, or are excited about the possibilities. And so I'm going to trust you on this. I'm going to trust you people up in Bixby and the 918 and Teddy Lehman. And all these people that say, OU's got to get this kid. Sounds like he wants to come to OU. He was electric as a prep star. Um, so I, I'm i a thumbs up. I mean, there's a lot of people you look at in the portal right now, especially at the skill positions, and you see their stats and you're like, yes, sir, sign me up for him. Mm-hmm. Dante Cephas, I'll take it. Was the uh, singer kid out in Arizona? Is that his name? Big time player. Uh, Braylon Presley's got five catches for twenty six yards, so I'm a little, a little more reluctant about that. But, admittedly, I don't know him as well as probably a lot of our listeners out there. So, uh, if if everybody's this fired up about him, then then I will go along with it. Teach. I just haven't seen him. Um, I'm with you and I'll trust, uh, our listeners because I can't tell you how many times I've come in here and how many texts there are on this text line about him. And I'm afraid there'll be a depression over Sooner Nation if they, if they don't get him. I think maybe part of it, maybe too, just, you know, they just want to pull him away. So from OSU, from OSU. Yeah. Yeah. I think OU is going to end up with a couple of Cowboys. Mm Mm-hmm. Which ones they are, I don't know, but um, I think they're going to end up with a couple of, of OSU players. I mean, it's uh, something's going on in Stillwater. This is the first time that we've seen this kind of a significant exodus in since Mike Gundy took over. You know? Right. So there are obviously some un, unhappy players up there. Now... I mean, there's a lot of guys leaving OU, too, but, I mean, really the only guy that has hit the transfer portal for Oklahoma that has any kind of significant contribution is Theo Weiss. There's a whole bunch of guys that have made significant contributions for OSU that are hitting the transfer portal, and starting with their quarterback. So, uh, I, I, 
don't know what the story is up there right now, but doesn't sound like it's good. Sounds like uh, appear to be good. Yeah, sounds like they're a little bit disgruntled, and it's the first time I can remember. Yeah, him being in this situation. So we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see how it works out for Gundy. Uh, Burley Boomer says, good morning and have a great day, guys. I was a little frustrated watching the OU basketball game last night with the second half turnovers, but we got it together and pulled away. Sherfield is an ace, and I really love the Godwin kid, he says. Talked to Porter after the game and uh, on the air, and he said, um, I said, what happened at halftime? You know, what, what was the inspiring speech you gave what what was it and he was like they had us like we talked about on the radio show yesterday they were trying to muck it up that's his word muck it up and run a zone at us and then press us and just trying to slow down the engine and churn it and make us churn and sure enough here we are what was it 27 27 at halftime yes and he's and it was a said, struggle to get to the twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. He said we went in and said we're gonna we want to go get the ball and go. We got to speed this game up. We're playing it at their pace. And sure enough, they did. They got it and ran, and they scored forty eight points in the second half and pulled away from them. A part of that led to some more turnovers, though. And that's you know. Uh, Slop, it's there's some sloppiness in there, but a part of that is the way it's going to be when you try to run as much as they were. There. You know, push it, push it, push it, and so that that led to a few possessions where the ball got a little loose, but obviously it worked. Uh, they got out and went, got some fast break points, hit some threes in transition, uh, got the rebounding situation fixed to some extent, and. Look like a much more dangerous basketball team in the second half. And honestly, I understand the first half. I wish it hadn't happened. It, you would like to you would like to see them come in against an inferior team and just from the beginning step on them. And we'll see. They got another one of these coming up with Central Arkansas in a week and a half. But they didn't last night. They had a letdown. And it makes sense. You know, coming off playing some bigger name teams, some big profile events. TJ, you played in front of 17,000 people on Saturday in an NBA arena in a fantastic basketball game on CBS with the fancy cameras, right? Right. Then you come back home and you walk into your own arena that's not even half full, and the team on the other side's four and seven. And they had a letdown. I, I wish they hadn't. That's not what you want. But they did. You know? You're there like, uh, eh, they probably don't have to be on top of our game to beat these guys. They got <laughs> kangaroos on their shirt. They got roos on their shirt. And they looked ugly for twenty minutes and then found the switch. So Bad news, you don't want to look ugly for 20 minutes and take a team for granted. Good news is you know where the switch is if you need it, you know? So, By the way, that mascot is sweet they got. Well, I was about to ask you, why the ruse? Where did they come up with the ruse? Well, a kangaroo is a marsupial uh, native to the continent and country of Australia. Well, I know so that. That's what they've named their team after. Right. How mm-hmm. did that tie to Kansas City, though? That's my question. 
No, he has no tie to Kansas City. <laughs> just, there is a uh, probably drew, a zoo out there. of a hat. <laughs> probably a zoo that has a king. It's just a cool thing to name a team after. They thought no, it's it cool. I don't mind it. Their their town starts with a K. Uh, it's a tough looking kangaroo too. They got on their uh, warm. I like and, it. Yeah. We had a long second half discussion about the kangaroo during the game last night. How do you feel about a kangaroo? I like kangaroos. I love all the videos where you see online where uh, some dude's out in the field fighting a kangaroo because the kangaroos attacked him or something. So um, I enjoy a good kangaroo. I don't know that I've ever... Surely I've seen one at a zoo before in person, right? I'm trying to think of if I've ever seen a kangaroo. Oh, like a in... zoo-goer? I mean, I have been over my life. Like, I've been to the Dallas Zoo, the Fort Worth Zoo. The I don't think all zoos have Bronx kangaroos. Zoo. That's what I'm so, saying. I'm, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a kangaroo in person. Have you ever been to Australia? No. So Kevin said he could take him or leave him. He doesn't have a strong feeling one way or the other about the kangaroo. Mm-hmm. I said, I like a kangaroo. I think he's bringing a lot to the table. I think that... There are a lot of similar animals in the world, or at a zoo especially, you know. you got a lot of four-legged beasts that are walking around just looking for grass to eat. Right. Horses, zebras, antelope, you know, you think of all the things. Not a lot of horses at the zoo, but sure, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying in general, you know, there's a lot of, <laughs> I mean, they're all slightly different, but they're just kind of, they're all, you know, doing, kangaroos bringing something different to the table. They're jumping. They're hopping around. Yes. They got pouches. They got pouches. You could put boxing gloves on them. They are great uh, fighters. They're cool. Yeah. yeah. Like kind of like a giraffe. Like a giraffe's bringing something different to the table. You know, they got the long neck. You're like, that's different. They go back on that tail. They'll kick you with their uh, Bam. back legs. Bam. Right there with the right the face. Yeah. So I like a kangaroo for that aspect. They're bringing they're bringing me something unique. Like I want That's if true. I go to a zoo, I want to stop and watch a kangaroo for a while, just because I don't see this anywhere else. I don't see a bear hopping like this. I don't see a turtle hopping around like this. I don't see anything else doing what a kangaroo does. And it got a little pouch right there in the front. You know, you can carry you can carry your joey like in it. Like their own fanny pack. Yeah. But after the joey is up and grown, then you could do whatever you want with that pouch. You could keep your whatever in there. You could, I mean, they don't have car keys or anything, but, you know, you could grab, let's say, some nuts and berries. Or, that um. That could get kind of gross. Is that what they, let's say, what they keep in the pouch? Let's say a kid leaves a box of Mike and Ike's, right? Around oh, you. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike's and Ike's. I don't want them all, but. I'll save some for later. You put it right there in your pouch. So I perfect, like what the, perfect for shoplifting. If, they, if you see one at a Walmart, you know they're stealing something. Kangaroos are big shoplifters. Everybody knows this. Every because they're hard to catch, you know, and they got the pouch. So anyway, no, I like I it. A, I like the kangaroo. I like the roo uh, mascot. What I struggled with was calling them the roos. They want to be called the roos. Yeah. They don't, like, you know, in the game notes, they'll tell you, this is what we want you to call us. And they don't want to be UMKC anymore. They want to be Kansas City, KC, and their nickname, they want to be the Ruse. And I just felt silly saying the Ruse. What's the Winnie the Pooh character, so. Now, Rue out there. 
Like Rue's not matching their tough kangaroo they've got on their trunks and on their trunks on their shorts and their uh, warm-up jerseys. Sooners thirty-one, Ruse twenty-seven. It just that felt that sounded weird coming out of my mouth. So I broke the rules and called them the kangaroos a lot last night. So we'll see if I get a letter from administration over that. Six thirty-six. We'll be back. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I got to share a Drake Dyken story with you. Drake, courtside last night, engineer, producer, Sooner Radio Network, right? So um, we're at halftime. and um, He's like your bald bear. I guess Bart Bear's bald too. Never mind. So I guess they're both bald. Oh, like from ESPN, ESPN Game, Game Day, Day Bear. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I thought you. Um, yeah. It does a great job. Love Drake. Give him a hard time about his Disney World trips and different things. But that's we tease because we love. But you gotta watch him, Teach. He he is sly sometimes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. You work with the guy every day. You got to keep an eye on him, right? Uh, you'll have to give me an example, but I know what, right. kind of what you're talking about. Yes, but exactly. what happened last night? We're at halftime, okay? We're at halftime, and Drake's gonna go, you know, take a little bit of a break. Got to go up the tunnel about halfway. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? T- yes, I know what you mean. And I'm still doing the halftime show, so he very nicely says, "Can I get you anything? Do you need anything? You good?" I was like. How about another water? I'm down to the final third of my bottle water. Might want some second half. So I said, can you grab me another bottle of water while you're up there? There's In the media break room, there's a a big uh, cooler of, of uh, waters. There's only things in there is bottled waters. And uh, that's commonplace, Teach. You know, whoever's going up there, we grab us some waters. Yeah, I'm talking a lot, Teach, you know. Got to keep the uh, voice lubricated. I want to get it dry. And I said, uh, Drake, can you grab me a bottle of water? And he says, well, here. And he's got one in front of him that he hasn't opened yet for himself. And he goes, here, you can have you can have mine. And I said, oh, thank you. Very nice of you. <laughs> he hand me his unopened bottle of water. Okay. Very nice of him. It's been... Down it's there, courtside, since there before for an the game, half, right? so it's warm. It's warm, but that's fine. It's room temperature, bottled water, and it's very nice of him to give me his water. So uh, I continue with the halftime show. Drake disappears. A uh, few minutes later, comes back down, and Drake has himself a new cold, cold bottle, bottle of water. water. <laughs> And I look at Kev, and Kev looks at me, and I say, you see what he did? He goes, yeah, I see what he did. He pawned off his warm bottle of water on me and got himself a fresh, ice-cold bottle of water. What I would say is he gave you the better bottle of water. I'm a room-temperature guy. If I was ever 
named president of the United States, I would round up all of the room temperature bottled water drinkers and I would send them to an island somewhere. When I get here in the morning, you guys I, are psychotic. I don't reach for a water in our fridge in the break room. I get one out of the case that's stacked on the wall. That's what I drink. I'll never understand that. We've had this discussion on the show many times. <laughs> so he gave you the better bottle of water. That's what I'm saying. Best friend drinks warm water. Uh, it's fine. I, I, I'm not gonna, you know, it's wet. So it's accomplishing, it's accomplishing the task, the water task, which is lubricating the vocal cords, but it's not refreshing at all. Cold water is refreshing. You drink a, you take a swig of cold water and you go, ah, mm, 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 it's delicious. Cold water is delicious. Room temperature water is, eh. So anyway, you got to keep an eye on that, Drake. Sneaky. Tried to look like he was being a nice guy, but in uh, in the end, he was just getting himself a fresh cold bottle of water. I which, think so. Which wouldn't have hurt him to grab you a cold bottle of water, too, and just leave the warm one sitting on the table, you know. Wouldn't have hurt. Yeah. Uh, we had a long discussion with him while you were off uh, supporting your son yesterday morning. About the whole Disney experience, by the way. Yeah, I heard some of that on the back and forth on the drive, a little bit yeah. of it. Very interesting family dynamics the Dykins have going on there. With the, <laughs> sounds like the older sister's kind of a bully to the rest uh, of them. Oh, yeah, We're going to do it the way I, I want to do it. I can verify that, line. yes. Yes, I can verify that, yes. <laughs> I have a little more sympathy for Drake now that I know the details of everything. It's not... It sounds like Drake would prefer not to always be doing Disney vacations. Yes, but... and has made that uh, abundantly clear to them. <laughs> but he does not make the rules in the family. No, he's not no, in charge. He's not in charge. <laughs> I'll have some sympathy on him regarding the water. He is going to go up to Tulsa to do the game for us on Saturday, which is very nice of him. So uh, I love Drake. I'm just giving him a hard time. Um, we got a game time, by the way, for the New Year's Eve game. It's an afternoon game. The OU Texas Big 12 opener on, well, New Year's Eve is going to be a 1 o'clock tip-off. Lloyd Noble Center, OU Texas. That works, don't you think, Teach? I mean, it, it's one thing to have a night game, but that, that lets you go to a basketball game and then go have your festivities. Maybe even like uh, an afternoon nap before you have your uh, evening festivities. So, yeah, good time, good time. Perfect. Here's what you do. You get up, right? You can sleep in. It's New Year's Eve, so oh, it's a Saturday. It's Saturday, yeah. Sleep in. Make Maybe go hit Tiffany's or Neighborhood Jam or a nice breakfast spot. Late brunch. Late, late breakfast brunch. Then you go over to the LNC for the game. It's OU Texas. Big time basketball game. Big 12 opener. Watch it cheer your heart out. Then go home and get yourself a quick nap because you're going to be up late. I see what you did there. Then get gussied up, out for a dinner, and then to your party of choosing for New Year's Eve. That's a day. That's a good day right there. Good day. Good day. Are you hosting a party this year? Not hosting, but I'll be at one. Yes. Yeah. Where's your party at? Uh, Lake Tenkiller. 
Same place we go the last several years for New Year's Eve. All right, very good. Dennis's house. My man Dennis is hosting. Dennis a party. throws the New Year's He's Eve. He's throwing the New Year's Eve party. Yeah. Are you guys bringing a dip of some sort or anything? Um, we will if requested. Um, typically uh, we just bring liquids with us. So room temperature, room temperature. bottled waters. No, we got to have cold with that. So okay, <laughs> it's cold beer. Now, why do you prefer that to be cold? Um, why is it different? Hot beer is gross. Room temperature water doesn't bother me. I don't know. They're both liquids. They're both liquids. Huh. I I think everything else outside of um, water, I just prefer cold. Drake, can I have your – can I – can – Toby, do you want me to get you anything? Yeah, how about a Pepsi? Well, here, take my warm Pepsi. (laughs) I'll go get myself – what's the difference? Why is that different for people? Um, it's cold. You, I, I don't beverages know. Beverages are better when they're why. cold. I can't answer that question. I'm, I'm honestly not sure. I'll drink cold water. I'm not like not pushing it away. So, yeah. All right, we'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. 405-917-5200. McIntyreLaw.com. Your personal injury attorneys. Hold on. Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Easy, bro. <sighs> well, yeah, what do you got going there? Nice. Room temperature water there. <laughs> Air Comfort Solutions. Text I got a cold line. one. I got a cold one going here, and I've got some crystal light mixed into it. A little caffeinated crystal light. Going uh, lemonade that. or what? What are we going? No, with peach mango. Peach mango. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a little fruity. Um, Grady County Mitch says Mike and Ike's is always my selection when getting ready when getting candy in a movie theater. You can't go wrong with Mike and Ike. I like Mike and Ike. It's delicious. It's fruity. And you got to work at it a little bit. I like, I've said this before with milk duds. I like a candy that isn't going to instantaneously be done. You know, as much as I like a Reese's peanut butter cup, that package lasts about 45 seconds. Two bites per cup, two cups, you know, a couple minutes and you're done with the Reese's. Milk duds, you got to work at for a while. Mike and Ike's, you got to work at for a while. So I like that in my snack. This says the kangaroos are athletic and great boxers. It's from Tracy and Burleson. It's true. That's right. That's right. Um, KC Zoo has a big exhibit of kangaroos. Hmm. Now, I did some research, and it sounds like they came to the decision of the kangaroo being their mascot because it rhymed with KCU. So they went with the ruse back in, like, 1938. What kind of questions that, Phil? Uh, the nickname was chosen by the 1930s uh, in the 1930s for the school's debate team following the acquisition of two baby kangaroos by the Kansas City Zoo. So that would go against my story there. So they went into the Board of Regents meeting, and they said, let's find an animal that rhymes with you. <laughs> and the zoo had just gotten a roo, a couple of them. 
They could have gone with the GNU. Right. What other animals were of an option there? They could have been the kazoos. Uh-huh. A raccoon? No, that doesn't quite run. Yeah, all right. Kangaroo? I think yeah. they landed on a good one, man. That's a good-looking mascot they got. That little tough little kangaroo that they got on their warm-ups and on their shorts and stuff. That's a cool-looking mascot. Please ask Toby. Why do players have to check in to a basketball game at the scorer's table table when no other sport has to do that? I think the scorer's table part of it is kind of irrelevant. Like, uh, statistically, there is an element of checking guys in and out of games with the with the stats and stuff, like who's on the floor and who's not. So that's part of it. But more than anything, it's just kind of this you gather here so the officials know when somebody new is wanting to come into the game i i assume the person's not saying why can't they just run on the floor like in hockey just you run on you run off i mean that would be a little zany i think that's what they're saying and that's what would happen is if you it? didn't have to check in yeah yeah we'll pick up this fascinating conversation when we come back seven o'clock on a wednesday morning